Hello and welcome to episode five of the Movie Garage podcast and the Movie Garage uh, video show, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, I am Jay and uh, this is Gary. How's it going, Gazo? Not too bad. Slightly tired, but not too bad. We're hanging in. Yeah. With vodka. Yeah, good stuff. It, it got to the point where it's actually calling for a drink now, you're not just doing it sociably or... <laughs> no, it, it's, got, it's gone past the point of... Oh, wait, this is fun because we're on holiday mode. <laughs> and then it, it kind of died down. And then it's like, no, I really need a drink. Like, yeah, this needs to happen yeah. at this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, um, I, I had a bit of a drink last night. I think I managed to do about a bottle of wine accidentally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm off it tonight, trying to have a little bit of a break. Trying to get back into a bit of a routine because I think I'm going to be going back to work soon, but... We should see. Still yeah. not heard anything. That that's also kind of what we've been doing. Like we slowed down big time over the last week, thinking, "Oh, I'm going to get called back in." But yeah, yeah, because that's not happened yet, and it doesn't feel like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just completely, we're just going. Well, that's not it. <laughs> Let's get back I'm on it. Nice, I like it. Excellent. So, um, yeah, right. Let's get everything uh, back on track a little bit as to where we are in the world at the moment. Because um, if anybody ever like is watching or listening, follows me on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, they'll know that I'll be like quite political and quite outstated in what I'll be saying. And I've always got an opinion on everything. And I've always made like a very conscious decision to try and keep it away from this because we always want this to be about movies and just about chilling out and just me and you having a chat, shooting the shit. That was always the idea of it, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, so, well, me and you spoke the other day, didn't we? And we were saying a bit, it, it just feels like it wouldn't be right if we didn't mention what was actually going on in the world right now with relation to all these, uh, with all the riots uh, and all the Black Lives Matters protests and all the pre- police brutality protests that are going on at the minute. Um, it's just, it's all gone crazy, hasn't it, at the moment? It, it, it's utterly nuts. And you, you just actually can't keep up with it all. It's... Um... And I was kind of thinking today, like, like it's took over all news. Yeah. Because in light of kind of everything that's going on with um, coronavirus, that that this this is that huge. Yeah. It's it's escalated that, and you kind of forgot what's going on in the yeah, world. That's, uh, in that it definitely sense, has, yeah. and. and Nothing, nothing's ever done that before. Mm. Like, th- there's nothing been as big as what's going on with coronavirus. Now, this is kind of, yeah, and the yeah. madness of the riots and all that kind of thing has completely escalated it. Yeah, I mean, like this kind of thing has happened before, hasn't it? All the protests and, and things like yeah. that about the racial tension, especially in America. Thankfully, we don't have as big of a problem of it over here. Um, it, it still is a very big problem. Actually, I'm full of shit with all the Brexit stuff that's just gone on and how horrible people were being about immigrants and things like that. It's, there's no excuse for it, is there really? We are just as bad as them. It's just a lot more apparent when it's in America and it's um, it kind of hits you in the face that nothing really seems to get done about it, does it? It's, it just seems to be going around in circles and them doing the same thing. But, um, Amer- America kind of turn more of a blind eye to it mm. do you know yeah, what, yeah. in terms of like our police force 
their police force completely turn blind eye. They, they 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 don't come across like they care. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I don't feel you get that from us. No, no, no. It doesn't. It does feel quite different, doesn't it? And it's whether they, it's the different way that they're taught or the different way that they actually police. Because it's like so. It's like I was making the point the other day that guns aren't a real problem over here. So if a police officer pulls over a car on a traffic stop over here they're not worried about somebody pulling out a gun and just shooting at them because 99% of the average citizens wouldn't be able to get their hands on one or anything like that. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of changes the police mindset over there, doesn't it? But right now, like you say, it doesn't, not only does it seem like they don't care, but it seems like now they're going out their way to make it worse. All of the videos and things like that that you're seeing online are just vile. Them attacking the protesters who were stood there doing anything. Um, they were ramming cars into them in New York. They were uh, shooting them with rubber bullets and chasing off um, journalists who were stood there trying to cover it. And it's just, it seems like it's gone wild. Nothing, yeah. it doesn't feel like the same as it's been before. No, that, and that's the point I was kind of making before. It yeah. really does feel different. I've never seen... We've, like you say, we've seen big riots before. We've had big riots, if mm. you remember, um, a few years back. But yeah. this feels different. And, and the, the way that they tackle it, it's like they don't know what to do. Mm. Yeah. The police generally don't look like they're, they're just shooting people. And and, and I think they've lost it. I think they've completely lost the plot. They don't mm. get me wrong. Yeah. I don't condole rights at all like you can't you can't battle what's gone like gone on with riots and violence and there is some police officers getting battered yeah but at the same time they've not handled it in the way that police officers and army should yeah yeah that's it they just seem to be purposely throwing their weight around in the hope that it does kick off and in, a, in the hope that they can actually fight these people it just feels a bit ugh, gross but like so lisa, sorry go on. lisa said that she's seen a video yesterday or today and they had another officer like he's arrested someone for writing or whatever it is and He's got his knee, his knee on another dude's neck again, and it's like they've not learned. No. So yeah. The, the, he had his knee on the neck. The people were shouting, "Get your knee off the neck!" Mm. And it took another police officer to actually just push his knee yeah. off his neck. Yeah. Go over and, it's and like, say it. Have they not learned the lesson? <laughs> I know. It's literally been. Like, so I was reading up on it a little bit before, so because I knew we were going to talk about it. And for anybody who's like had the head in the sand for the past week, this is about a guy called um, George Floyd, who was killed by a police officer on Monday of last week. And the, the reason why they went to him is because he was expected of handing over a fraudulent $20 bill. That was it. So there was no like violence or anything like that. So they shouldn't have been going there in force. They shouldn't have been like all G'd up getting ready to fight this guy. Um, apparently he resisted putting the handcuffs on to begin with, but then as soon as he got the handcuffs on him, he was absolutely fine. He was compliant. He was dorsal. And then the guy just got him on the floor and just put his knee on his neck. And apparently he had his knee on the guy's throat for nine minutes. He died 
at seven and a half minutes. So he carried on with his knee on his neck, choking him for another minute and a half, two minutes. And it's, it's unthinkable. Like, who, who would do that to another person? It, it's, it's so confusing. And then, obviously, after that, this was all caught on video. It's come out, and everybody has got behind him. Everybody is supporting him. Everybody's taken to the streets to protest. And from there, it's just escalated into this madness that we've seen. And it's everywhere now. It's all over the world. I think 23 people got arrested in London um, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. This footage today of John Boyega, who was in Hyde Park, giving a big rousing speech to to everybody like, um, about his experience with being a black man in in uh, in his industry and where, and growing up where he did because he was he was very much in central London and stuff like that um, and it's just it feels very different I don't know whether it's because Donald Trump <laughs> is involved with it whether that's kind of the thing that's really catalyzed everything because he isn't doing anything to quell these riots is he he's if anything he's going online telling the police and the the uh, army and army reserves to be more brutal and more physically like antagonistic and to actually fight and take down these protesters rather than trying to calm them down. Do, do you know why I kind of feel it's been heightened is because it's rightly so it should be heightened and it should be everywhere and is that people got time to put into it now. Ah uh, yeah of course. And because it, it, but, yeah say like the celebrity world's got really on it at the minute definitely but they've not got anything to promote they've got nothing to do that's so that's you know they, they have difficult. so much more time on their hands to really dig in really push and really push for justice and and if they have uh, tv shows and movies and stuff like that or sports yeah. to promote and do in, in the normal day lives and, and jobs then it might not have been highlighted as much. That's you know really, I mean? really interesting, that man. I didn't even think about it in, in that respect. Everybody's got free time on their hands because like 80% of people are still in lockdown, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, really, 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 really interesting. Um, the latest thing that I saw just before we start doing this record was that the four police officers involved have all now been charged. The guy that actually killed him, um, he was being charged with third degree murder, which is just nothing, which is like as if it's an accident or something along those lines. That's been upgraded to second degree murder now. So it looks like he's definitely going to be punished. Not even the way that he should, because that that was a fucking execution, what they did to that guy. It, it's, it, it's full blown murder. Yeah, exactly. They, 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 do, you know what, do you know what got me? And I know, like you said, that like for seven seven and a half minutes after that he died and they still had his knee on it for nine minutes. Yeah. What kind of got me on them videos is that someone or hit the, the guy that had his knee on put, checked his pulse. Yeah. And you can see in their face he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, they knew. They knew. They knew on the spot. He, and that, and like you said, Nan kept his knee still on. It's Full-blown murder. Yeah. And it shouldn't be second-degree murder or third-degree. Oh, yeah, it should be murder. Yeah, exactly. He knew what he was doing. 
yeah, there's no excuse for that in any way, shape or form. It has, there has been some positive things though, hasn't there? I mean, um, the different ways that different cities across the states, yeah. especially, have been handling the, uh, the protests and the riots have been amazing because you've seen some police chiefs coming out just saying to the protesters, what do you want? What do you need? We're on board. We're here for you. We don't agree with what happened either. And those kind of things, they, they've not really seen any trouble. They've been out, they've been walking with the protesters, they've been saying they understand that we need to do better and everything like that. This guy, like the guy that killed him was a full-on piece of shit. I think he had something like 18 complaints about excessive use of force against him. How was he still yeah. on the force? Somebody like as well brought up another good point the other day that said his wife left him literally as soon as she knew that he wasn't coming home so they that evening when the video surfaced they he wasn't charged at this point but they saw the way everything was going they scooped him up and they took him into protective custody as soon as his wife found that out she was like no you're divorced i'm fucking off that was it we're, we're done yeah. that that is very telling that isn't it if it, there was no like even trying to stand by him or anything along those lines she was just like right now's my chance i am fucking gone <laughs> i'll see you later yeah. but she knows more about this dude and yeah that's he's not exactly, that's he's not a decent dude at all he, he, he's pure evil and, and that that gets me is how are these people are doing the protect and serve job that they're clearly not doing correctly. It's 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 beyond belief that these people have have and still have that kind of authority. It's, yeah, and and that's that's I think that's America's big downfall. I think they're worse. Mm. I'm not I'm not blaming America. I'm just saying yeah. it's apparent that they're so bad at this. And they'd, yeah. they'd kind of turn near the corner and go, well, you're kind of racist, but it's fine. You can carry on your horse. And that's just the way it is. It's, it's mm. clear as day, like, they, 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 they're not, they're not, treat, they're not uh, vetted right. You know, they're not, they don't care. As long as yeah. you're going try and do the job mm. they don't care what kind of person it is yeah that's it it's one of the i want to say frankie boyle but i don't think it was him it might have been another comedian that was saying it or it might have been frankie i can't remember just tend to re literally just read his twitter and everything because he's got such brilliant takes on everything that he uh, comments on it's amazing and he was saying I've heard a lot of people say that um, it's just a few bad apples that are spoiling it. So in other words, it's just a few bad coppers that are making all the rest of them look bad. And he said, a police officer is one of those jobs where you can't have bad apples. Said like, another, another one is like, he compared it to being a pilot. Said like, 99% of our pilots land the plane every time. But there's just that 1% of bad apples who like to smash it into a building every fucking time they try and fly. And uh, there, we need to root them out because it's making us look bad. It's like you couldn't be having that. No one would stand for that kind of thing. So no, it's it, that's definitely the first change that needs to come in it, and then uh, it all needs to roll out from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, so if you do are listening to this and you do go out to protest and everything like that, just be safe. Uh, yeah, keep your head on. 
because there's a lot of fucking nutcases going about at the minute, taking advantage of it. And then, yeah, just take care, really. Um, move on from there to a little bit of a positive note. So yesterday, well, it's Wednesday today, isn't it, that we're doing this record? Yes, it is. Um, so yesterday was, uh, they did a thing in relation to all this and all the riots and stuff called Blackout Tuesday. And the idea of Blackout Tuesday was that uh, you posted a black square on your timeline to say that you were taking part and then you didn't do any self-promotion or anything along those lines what you did was you promoted um a, a black actor that you like or something along those lines or you posted some links that would help for people to donate and for people to get information and educate themselves and stuff like that so we did a few posts yesterday they were all about like black actors and what movies they've been coming up and uh, i think there was one in there about a spike lee film and after this, once we post it on Facebook, I'll post up a few links about if you want to sign petitions and donate and things like that. We'll get involved in that. But along that note, I found an article that I was looking at the other day, and only now I've realised it was uh, 2018. But it is most bankable black actors in um, in movie history. So this is from the end of 2018. I think it would have changed, but not by much. So they are what they've done is they've basically taken. Um, the the box office takings for the movies that these black actors have been in and then they've divided it by how many movies they've been in to get like their average take per movie and they're, they're the most bankable ones a couple of bit more people that i'd like to see on this list more that might be on the one from like now but oh, uh, yeah. but yeah we'll see so this is 10 to 1 so 10 uh 10 is the lowest one and then going up to number one who's the most bankable so number 10 is forrest whitaker who is very cool. And he's been in some very big movies. He's been in uh, Star Wars and all sorts of stuff. So his uh, movies have total grossed $2.8 billion, billion, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Because of course he was in Black Panther, wasn't he? Which smashed it. Yeah. Which was an yeah, amazing movie. So he has averaged about 50 million, something along those lines per movie. Number nine is Samuel L. Jackson, who I thought would be nine. a hell of a lot higher. Yeah, yeah, madness, isn't it? So his um, because like because he's done every literally every big movie. There's been like years that have been um, dominated by actors where you seem to see the same actor in about twenty different films throughout the year. Every year seems to buy be like that for Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, do do you think it's because he just kind of pops into movies and like in the last ten years he's kind yeah, of yeah. just he's never really been full on like. Mm big role movies just kind of just there and just pops up every now and again yeah that's it yeah it's bonkers but i think in this list it's still counted them so it's it should still go towards it so they've, they've gotten down as 73 oh excuse me 73 movies so he's like he's averaged 70 million per movie that is that out of the 73 that he's done uh, number eight is morgan freeman which is like i just said that he, <laughs> he wouldn't have even made the list Oh wow! Do you not think you read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because again, like you were saying about Samuel L. Jackson, he seems to just be bobbing yeah. in and out. But it's um, so because yeah. he was in uh, the Batman trilogy, wasn't he? Which has bumped his figures yeah. up quite a lot. So yeah, um, and he's averaging seventy-one point eight mil million uh, per movie, which is only a little bit more. Number seven is Eddie Murphy. What? I imagine he made a lot more money from his comedy, though. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Shrek, you're forgetting about Shrek. 
Oh, right, yeah. So how many of those movies has he done now? I think there's been, has it been three of them or four of them at this point? And he's done the voice of Shrek for every single, uh, Donkey, sorry, for every three, single. And then there's some spin-offs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Dave Lailer bumped his figures right, right up. And this like takes a Dude. massive jump. So his average is 97 million. So that's like an extra 17 million on average that he's done there. Right. Next one's I'm another. Piss. <laughs> nice one, Dave. And I'm really... <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> yeah, no worries. We'll, we'll pause there. Let Gary go for a quick wee and then we'll carry on. And uh, we're back. Yeah? Is that good? Good wee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent stuff. There we go. Professional to the last. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, back to the list that we were going through. So number six is Don Cheel. Um, Don John. Che- Don Cheadle, Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't even speak tonight. <laughs> which is another one which is quite surprising. That said, though, he's in all the Avengers movies, isn't he? He's um, War Machine. So even though he's only like kind of bit parts in it, then yeah. Um, and his okay, average is 98 really points. That's mm. really, really surprising. Yeah, yeah, same here. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of his as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit... Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) But I agree with you, totally. Yeah, he can be a little bit hit or miss, but, like, yeah, he's... his. Well, his his highest-grossing movie is Avengers Infinity War, so... Well, that's where all the money is. Yeah, exactly, that's it. And how many Avengers movies has he been in now? Jesus Christ. Well, he's been in quite a few. But, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, Number five is the first uh, woman actor, and that's uh, Zoe Saldana. That does not surprise me in any way, shape, or form. I thought she'd have been much higher up this list because she's Avatar, isn't she? She's um, yeah. She's Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy and in the Avengers movie. I thought she'd be like way, way up. Um, but yeah, so uh, her average is again another big jump. That's like twenty million up. She's one hundred and nine point nine million per uh, per movie on average. Number four is Idris Elba, which isn't really surprising, is it? No, he's yeah. No, he's kind of smashing it at the minute. Like, yeah, he kind of plays himself in every single thing, just just like a different hat on, and he's always doing like voiceovers of tigers, Uh, doesn't he? I think he does. Doesn't he do a tiger in the Jungle Book, and he's doing a tiger in the new Doctor Doolittle film? So he's basically playing the same tiger in two different fucking movies. (laughs) You know, you're big when you're in the sky adverts. Yeah, I, that's a good point, man. <laughs> I wonder if they count. Wonder if they count towards his total. <laughs> um, yeah. So his average is 111 million. The next one is a little bit controversial, oh. mainly because I don't think he's black. Cream <laughs> oh, wow. is number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's the face that I've been doing all afternoon trying to figure it out. Because is it? He's Hawaiian, isn't he? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, so he's on this list of most bankable black actors. So let's just go with it for the sake of it. Um, <laughs> his biggest movie is Jumanji. I thought it would have been one of the Fast and Furious he ones. Quite, he does class himself as a black, as a man, black man, doesn't he? Really? Yeah. I, I honestly I think don't I'm pretty. I'm pretty certain he does. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you know? I do You know, like speaking from a place of pure ignorance, I don't know if any of his parents are black. So, yeah, God knows. All I'm going off is him. Uh, yeah, I think his dad was. 
Yeah. And there you go then. So he is. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Number two, no surprise whatsoever. Will Smith is number two. It, it, it's still a surprise. I, I'd put him right at the top. You thought he'd have been number one? Yeah, so yeah. Did, so so like his his total gross is three point two billion, but that's spread out over twenty five different movies, so yeah. that is like taking it down to down down to one hundred and twenty eight point two million per movie. His average gross is, which is just fucking ridiculous, isn't it? That's how much he makes for movie companies when they put him in a film. So why would you not put him in every single fucking movie? <laughs> yeah. Now, I've got myself in a little bit of trouble here because this, number one, is um, she is the actress who is in, um, well, she's, I know she's in Star Wars, and she's in Black Panther as well, and it is uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think that's how you pronounce the second name. And right, she's, okay. Yes, um, and she's going to be amazing. She's in a lot, a lot of different stuff at the moment. Um, the highest grossing movie is The Force Awakens, right? So... The seven movies that she has been in <laughs> have grossed $2.7 billion, meaning that right. per movie she's averaging 396 million gross. So that takes her straight away to the top of the list. So everybody else who's been in like 40 movies and they've just been doing little bits of shit again and again and again, and the movies haven't like made much money, have bumped them right down the line. Whereas if you put this woman in your movie, seemingly she's going to make you a shit ton of money. That That's incredible. Yeah. she's. Uh, I think she's going to be really big as well. But like I say, so this is from like 2008, and there's a few of them, a few different uh, black actors that I'd like to see on here. For one, I was surprised that Halle Berry wasn't on here because she's Halle been Berry's not years. done anything for years, though. Yeah, but I mean, she she was going for that long. It, it, yeah, and she did that many movies. You'd think that she'd. I thought she'd have scraped onto the list quite easily. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. Another one I think will probably be on the list now is John Boyega, uh, who we mentioned before. Um, he's probably one of my favourite actors at the minute. Because he's he's just incredible. But he's been in all the Star Wars movies. He did the um, second Pacific Rim film, didn't he? Um, and quite a few others that have all been really, really massive budget. So I imagine he'd be like quite yeah. high up on the list if they did a new one uh, this year. Um, and um, Zandaya as well. Do you know the girl who plays MJ in the new Spider-Man movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think that she'd be quite high as well because she's been in. Yeah. She's been in, so she's been in the two of those, and she was in Greatest Showman as well, wasn't she? She was singing and dancing yeah, like was. a main part in Greatest Showman. So. Yeah, she was in the Greatest Showman. That's right. Yeah. So Good actress, actually. She she is. I think she's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. The, the more she does, I was a bit so like in the first Spider-Man film, I didn't really rate her that much. I thought they were they were doing too much with her, you know, being all moody and angsty and being a bit like, oh, God. But then uh, in a second one, they kind of lightened her up a little bit and she she managed to play with it a little bit more and she it was she was absolutely brilliant in that second Spider-Man film. Yeah, no, she's... she's there is some really impressive uh, actresses out there and she's really at the, the top of the list for me because she's, like you say, she's really capturing stuff at the minute and the way that the, she, you want her, it played that kind of role, she just she seems to have adapted to the second one. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, she's like, definitely really sunk into it. I loved the little bit uh, as well. It was kind of like a mid-credit scene that they did as well. Have you seen it where he, Spider-Man picks her up and he's swinging through the city? <laughs> and like every other Spider-Man film you've seen where they do that and they pick her up and they're swinging with a girl. The girl's going, woo, and really loving it. And she's just screaming in terror the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And then he puts her down and she's like, I'm never doing that again. Don't ever, ever do that to me again. Which I just thought <laughs> that was brilliant. That was a really, really good little nod to the ridiculous way that they've done it in every other movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't, I can't imagine myself swinging my arms in the air thinking this is actually on right. No, exactly. It's, no, terrifying. <laughs> Even the thought of it now makes me want to wee a little bit, I'll be honest. I'm going to hold it in though till the end. <laughs> Professional. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Um, as uh, you've no doubt, if you've listened to the past couple of shows at least, we've been moaning quite a lot that there's not very much news going on um, because uh, Corona has basically just shut down production of everything. Um, there have been a few announcements, but not too many. Um, everything seems to be going a bit backwards and forwards. But uh, I think we've managed to scrape together a couple of pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just about, just about. Um, yeah, so uh, you wanted to have a bit of a talk about The Purge. Yeah, so the, like like you said that, that we've we've kind of talked a lot about how um, some films are finding a way to go back at the production. Hmm. Uh, a lot of films seem to have a day or a certain time barrier where they can go back in the production. Yeah, um, some of like Avatar has gone off to New Zealand to do that and then stuff. And the thing that I read about the purge was is is the opposite of that, where they've got to a point where they've gone. We're not sure if we're actually going to actually go back into production at all. Wow. So they may not actually film it. They may so just call it and actually quits. I don't know if it's money reasons or anything like that, if they're losing too much money or anything like that, but they might not just and, and the kind of why we kind of brought that up is because I don't know if it was going to affect any other films any film yeah. any other films that could actually go you know what we've done enough with this film let's just drop it because I think it's quite easy with the purge that they've already got four five films yeah I think there is and then there's and the TV series as well, and they're on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and just oh, a TV purge TV series. Yeah, yeah, they've done. Um, I think they've done about two seasons of it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I actually didn't know that. Mm. No, and um, well, I, I I thought they came to the end of the purge because the last film's crap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know what you thought of the purge films. Um, do you know what? I've got them all. I bought all of them um, in like a package on iTunes about two or three months ago because I'd never seen any of them. The advert for the TV series kept popping up, like I say, and that kept jogging my memory and wanting to go back and to watch them and see what they were like. Yeah. But I've still not watched any of them yet. You've not watched Purge? No, none. 
This is right. So the, the page is right down your street. Yeah, I know. It, but like it always has been. It's one of those like movies that I've been like, I really need to watch this. Really want to watch it. It looks absolutely brilliant. And then I just haven't got around to it. Like I say, I own them all, and I've just not got around to starting them yet. So, so you think the first few are worth actually uh, giving the time of day to? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The idea of the page is it can. So like they've come up with a rule that for a time period over one night, any any act is, is fine where it's um, robbery, murder, rape, any kind of anything for one night yeah. is legal. And right. the reason that they do that is because it kind of they think it suppresses anyone's urge to do these kind of things and it brings crime rate and all that kind of thing down during the whole year so what it tends to be is that people obviously got used to the purge and people set up their houses and stuff like that so that it's all secure and you know, people, yeah. what you kind of find in these films is it could be people in your household that wants to murder you I'll kill you I do <laughs> so it's like it's one of them kind of films that kind of leaves you on the edge all the, all the time because you kind of don't know where it's come to. That's now, brilliant. when you go through the series of films, it gets a bit mad and silly. It, yeah. you, you see so much stuff going on, uh, on the streets, but for me, but it, 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 it gets a little daft and a bit silly. And then uh, and the last one is... Um, the first purge and how it all came now it, it kind of ties in we're going it's very black culture the the first one yeah and um yeah it, 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 it for me it fell at the waistline a little bit it didn't it didn't need to continue on. I, 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 if it was going to continue on it had to be make it keep going the way that we kind of go and make it better but yeah. they kind of went they must have like um, we need to make a bit more money out of this. Let's just go back yeah. a bit and show it how it kind of all started. I don't think you kind of got that. It's worth, definitely worth, worth a watch. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it keeps you gripped and entertained the first couple. Because you, you know what it kind of does go, what would I have done? If I had 24 hours right. to do whatever I wanted to do or whatever led the time it was. <laughs> kind of goes well what would I have done would I have been would I just shut up shop and hope no one attacks me out or would I have gone out and actually done gone out and got wild for a bit yeah <laughs> yeah and cut what exactly but you've got to watch out it's, if you want to go and cut white well, you can't just go and cut white or because there's other people who just want to go and murder and shit yeah. and if you're out on the streets you've got you think fair game I mean, I could be in trouble with other people who just want to go murder, and it's it it, it 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 it's a good watch. Anyway, it's it's worth a watch. You need to get kind of get into it and uh, judge for yourself. But mm. I'm going back to where I think I don't think they I think they've got to a point where they've gone. We've took it so far. What's the yeah. point of piling loads of money in if we can't continue filming for ages? I think they could end up killing it. Often I think it could have, I think a few people, a few things could go the same way where they could just go, 
that we're not going to pile money in this film. We'll just wait and just pile it in a different film. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting that. I mean, I think we're going to get onto one of those franchises again at the end <laughs> because of our movie of the week. Uh, I yeah. think that something like that could have easily gone the same way, like you say. Um, but yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to watch to see if any of them do decide to scrap it because I know like quite a few are thinking about just going to video on demand, aren't they? Rather than uh, yeah. like either scrapping the project or changing it or anything along those lines, or rather than waiting to get back uh, into theatres, um, quite a few are just going to release some video on demand instead. But as you were saying, those films are like done. They're, they're finished movies. Those are movies ready to go that would have been out now already um, had it not been yeah. for the world closing down and then setting itself <laughs> on fire. <laughs> it's, it's like I've seen a lot of posts today that have been talking about like the next level of Jumanji because they think hurricane season in America this year is going to be one of the worst ones on record because it's one of the hottest years that we've ever experienced. Yeah. <laughs> so now they've got over all that. Now they've got right in hurricanes to look forward to and possibly like a big volcano in Yellowstone Park is going to erupt. <laughs> so it's just, it, 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 it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. But yeah, at least it's uh, it at least it's going to be no more purge movies. <laughs> <laughs> Silver lining. It's probably a good thing. Sorry, I've spoiled that for you, but yeah. No, you are right, actually. Um, it actually kind of quite nicely leads us on to uh, something else because I'm pretty sure that isn't John Magliato, or I, I can't remember what he's like, how you pronounce his second name. I'm really shit with names. People should be getting this by now. Literally, every name I try and say, I'm just like, no, I can't fucking say that. <laughs> I'm terrible with names, Jay, because you say names and I go, uh, please tell something about that name. I don't know who this actor <laughs> is. Just say some facts and I'm good. Yeah. So they're, um, they're talking about... So we were a bit annoyed last week because we did the record and then no more than about four hours later, it was announced <laughs> that Henry Cavill was in talks to play Superman again. That's so freaking annoying. <laughs> yeah, utterly ridiculous. Absolutely utterly ridiculous. There's been no details, though. Have you noticed about what he's going to do, what he's going to be starring in or anything like that? They're thinking it's going to be cameos. Yeah, I, I've had a little bit, but I've not had an awful lot. But like you say, it, it, it's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. Needs, we need more information. There's... there's absolutely no information about it. there's no point going yeah well done it's great news that he's coming back as superman yeah but but we don't know how <laughs> yeah i like a bit more information me yeah exactly the same so like the, the rumors at the minute are that he's coming back as cameos so he's signed to appear as superman because um warner brothers at the minute have got um so they've got wonder woman is it 84 or 86? I can't remember what it is, but the next Wonder Woman movie, that's all done and dusted. That's all, that's ready to go. I think that there's a possibility that that should have been out already. So that's ready to go. Obviously that's connected with Cavill's Superman um, already because yeah. they've been in uh, a couple of movies together. But they've got Aquaman 2, which uh, it, I think 
I don't even think it started production yet for Aquaman 2, so he could appear in that. They've got uh, Shazam 2, which is what everybody is banking on him appearing on because that would make the most sense because he's most related to that character in the comic books and everything along those lines. Um, and if you've, have you seen the first Shazam movie? I loved the first Shazam movie. Oh, one is brilliant. One is yeah. brilliant. Really, really well yeah, done. Yeah, absolutely. I was properly. I knew nothing about Shazam, by the way. Yeah. About and I the... didn't know that he's based on, is it uh, Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So they did that. He was, they basically had the same name, and then there was like a bidding war, and I think Marvel sued them for the right. name. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that got a bit daft. So then obviously, like Shazam uh, came out. But there's that beautiful bit at the end of Shazam where Superman walks in and he's in the cafeteria, stood with him. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's boasting to all his friends that he knows Shazam all the way through the movie, isn't he? And then at the end, yeah. Shazam sat there with him having lunch and everybody's gathered around. And the next minute, Superman walks in. But you never see his head. Now, obviously, that is because it was like um, uh, Mustache Gate, wasn't it? So they didn't actually get oh, Kavil really? back yeah, that's because he was filming point. other stuff and then there was all that shit about his moustache that they had to take out in the yeah. Justice League movie. So they couldn't afford to do that and couldn't afford to be fucking about with him, <laughs> with him mucking about. So they just had him from like the head down. But it really worked. And it was a really nice little like bang right at the end of the film where he comes walking in. So people are saying that he's going to be in the second one of that, which is which would be great. Um, there is also a yeah. Flash movie as well, which is whether it's going to happen or not, God knows. Because, um, yeah, they, they just keep talking about it, like, on and off all over the place. And then Ezra Miller popped up in that Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, the TV show, how they did the big crossover. That's right. Yeah, yeah. so in, in the Flash TV show, they had loads of different Flashes turn up. And then Ezra Miller, as the Flash from the movies, turns up at, at the very end and, like, shakes hands with him, and they they meet and stuff. So Ezra Miller's still very oh. into playing the Flash, and hopefully this second Flash movie, this first Flash movie, sorry, had, uh, would come out. What's annoying about that is I feel like they've been talking about this Flash movie for... Donkeys. Ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolute years, and it's like nothing seems to... It's like, oh, it's like teasing this. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I, and I think I think that was like they were talking about that before Justice League, and like at the same yeah. time as like Wonder Woman and stuff. So, is that what's going on with it? No one knows. They keep losing directors and different scripts, different writing. One minute's on, one minute's off. It just seems like utter chaos at the minute. And uh, you know, they just need to pull the finger out. But there's also a rumor that Cavill will uh, star in that as well. So that should be quite interesting. Other DC news along the same lines, is HBO are desperately trying to get Ben Affleck to come back as Batman. Also, it has been rumoured, again, that he's going to have to go back and film some extra scenes for the Snyder Cut that, uh, that haven't been filmed yeah. yet. So, like, last, last time we spoke about this, it was none of the cast are going back. Now it looks like some of the cast might be going back to film extra scenes for the right. Snyder Cut. So we might get some extra Ben Affleck Batman. Um, but they're talking about getting him back, getting Jared Leto back, because they don't feel that he had a good enough go uh, as the Joker in the last movie, because apparently like 80% of his stuff was cut out of the film. Um, 
And they're also talking about getting Joey Magliato, the guy that we were talking about before, who I'm sure he starred in a couple of the Purge movies. I'll have to have a check of that, but I'm sure he's in a couple of the Purge movies to, for him to play um, Deadshot. Uh, no, no, sorry, not Deadshot. Um, Deathstroke. You know, so, you know, the guy with the orange and the black mask who's been in some yeah. of the TV shows and stuff like that, he'd be playing the movie version of that character alongside Ben Affleck's Batman and uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Sure. Hmm. I don't think we've ever seen enough of Ben Affleck's Batman nowhere near, at man. all, though. No, nowhere near. Because he, he just completely surprised everybody. when he. I, I thought he was brilliant at Batman. Yeah, completely. Absolutely brilliant. I, I, I don't know how it's going to go in the future, but I would love to see a bit of Ben Affleck do a bit more Batman. He's played it really... I, I don't think he's just, just Batman really well. He played yeah. his full, the, the full character really well. He did everything. I think with uh same with Henry Cavill, he played Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you've got to play both characters yeah. well and yeah. I think that's what no, you're absolutely spot on. yeah you're right because one doesn't work without the other does it so if you can't get no. one identity right then it kind of pulls you out and makes you feel a little bit like uneasy and weird you've got to feel that when Ben Affleck's being Bruce Wayne he's Bruce Wayne yeah and you've got to believe that he can be Batman and he does it really well yeah, yeah, he does. He's nice, he, he's cool about it, he's chilled. He's not playing it like yeah. over-the-top mental like Christian Bale kind of did. Christian <laughs> no. Bale like really swung for the fences, didn't he, when he was doing Bruce Wayne? And it was yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, I'm fucking all these girls, I'm going out doing all this party shit and stuff like that, which is like, yeah, yeah. I kind of get why you're doing it because of the cover and stuff, but chill out, man. People are going to look at you more if you're doing all that extravagant daft shit, aren't they? Rather than just like yeah, Ben exactly. Affleck sat at the back of an auction going... <laughs> no one's gonna go. Yeah, that guy's Batman. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Batman. So, I don't know whether it's gonna happen. It's not the first time that I've heard it. I don't even know whether he's gonna get back in the suit to do any of the um, Schneider stuff. But it'd be quite interesting. It's definitely something that I'd like to see. I imagine do, you would as do well. What I like, do what I like about uh, Ben Affleck, and I heard like, I watched the podcast and. Mm. Um, of um, the dude that plays uh, uh, what's it, Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. And he said that he literally spoke to Ben Affleck. He didn't think he was going to do it. Sent him the script. And because he, he, he's, what I like about him, he kind of, he don't care who he is. Yeah. He literally jumped on his plane, flew over and went, I'll do anything you want for me. I've read the script and read it again. And he yeah. went, he did it, he did it, he did what he wanted from him in one take. And I like that. It's brilliant I as like well. It. Have you actually seen like the bit he's in? Because he's talking about, um, oh shit, what's the film? It's Jay and Silent Bob, um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot he's in. So, like, if, if you follow Kevin Smith's career right. at all or anything like that, his major standout characters have been Jay and Silent Bob. They kind of make an appearance in, in every single movie that he's done. They, they've been, like, stand-ins to move the plot along or they've been, like, main parts in it as well. Basically both stoners. And the shtick is that Silent Bob never fucking speaks and Jay never shuts up, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> and then every once in a while, 
Silent Bob will come out with this big profound message uh, and do like a big speech which really really hits home and hits hard so they've been in quite a few films with Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith basically started Ben Affleck's career so um, Goodwill Hunting was Kevin Smith so that was Affleck and Matt Damon and then they were also in a film together called Dogma um, for Kevin Smith where they both play angels which is an amazing film um, absolutely absolutely brilliant um, so yeah they they had a bit of a falling out apparently like a long time ago. I don't think they actually fell out. I think they just like drifted apart and stopped speaking to yeah. one another because they used to be really close mates. And then um, for for this Jay and Silent Bob reboot, he sent him basically a message uh, asking him like what the crack was and all that kind of thing. And he, he's in it for about five minutes at the end. It's just brilliant. There's two of the best Batman jokes <laughs> in there ever. One of them surrounding the whole Martha bullshit from... Um, <laughs> from uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh really? <laughs> I think he says something. I think he says something along the lines of, um, "Yeah, yeah." And it, no one gives a shit about Batman's mother, though I can't remember what her name is, or something like that. <laughs> it's just really, <laughs> really fucking brilliant. Absolutely spot on, and really like perfectly delivered, dead dry. And then, yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And then there's the uh, like Affleck was the bomb as Batman. That's really, really cool. But yeah, it's 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 really smart. He seems really nice. How about Jared Leto as a Joker? Jared Leto as Joker's I I I'm not seeing I've not seen it. So I've not I've not I've not watched the, the Suicide Squad. No. I've watched Suicide Squad, but I don't I'm I don't I've not seen again, it's another thing. I'm not see like you said, I'm not seeing yeah. enough of him. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I think it did all right in Suicide I can't get it out. Suicide Squad, but I, I, I didn't buy it as much. I yeah. thought it did all right, but I didn't. It didn't. It didn't suck me in as much. I don't know if it, like you said, if you if they give him a bit more, mm. then yeah, sure. But that's what that's what people are saying. So like uh, on the last podcast that we were talking about all these director's cuts that people are complaining about, one of them is the actual air cut that they're asking yeah. for, which is um, which is a different cut of uh, Suicide Squad, which apparently has a hell of a lot more Jared Leto in it. Right. So Yeah, because such a big character, I didn't think it yeah. did an awful lot in that film. For me, like Heath Ledger is the definitive version of what I yeah. want to see from the Joker. He's literally just chaos. Doesn't really give a shit about anything. He just wants to watch yeah. the world burn, as the light says, as the uh, as the line says it's in the movie. Because it's like, even in the comics, he seems to come from nowhere in most of it, and then ju just disappears just as quick, and then he's always there, and it's he's, he's yeah. just chaos. That's that's what I love about it. But Jared, Jared Lettles was an interesting take on it. Like you say, we'd need to see a hell of a lot more before you can make yeah, an actual like decision on I don't like it when people compare with with that because it was it was so perfect. Yeah. Playing Joker, I don't. I think there's a lot of comparison. Like you know, people compare um, Christopher, e, you know, with Christopher E's version of Superman. Yeah. And, and you can, it, someone that's perfected that role don't compare. Just let them do their own kind of thing and. You know, everyone can kind of judge for themselves. Everyone has, um, everyone has a different favourite for Batman or James yeah, Bond and things like, 
let them have their own opinion. Don't argue against their own yeah. thoughts or opinion against it. Exactly, man. And when it comes to like things, things like that, you tend to gravitate more towards like the version that you grew up with, because it seems to yeah. be like your first endearing memories of the character. So, like, obviously, me and you grew up with Christopher Reeves as Superman, and then um, is it Dean Kane who played it on TV? in that Superman yeah. and Lois TV series for years and years and years. So yeah, I remember was, watching yeah. that when I was very young as well. And that, that ran for fucking ages, didn't it? So he'd it like be my number years. two for Superman. Yeah. So they said, they, they to me are, are kind of like embodiments of it. And then also these kind of different versions from different places where we are in time. So like now yeah. the new Superman is very aggressive. He's in fact, he's a bit of a shit anyway, <laughs> when you think about it sometimes. And he's like, every time he takes off the floor explodes and every time he's a lot more aggressive and harsh. Whereas you used to get like Christopher Reeves gently floating away and then he'd, he'd go and do whatever he needed yeah. to. And it was all like, oh, very nice and cuddly. Right now it's like, I'm massive and I will smash your fucking face. And even at the end of like Man of Steel, he, um, Crashes that drone into the floor, doesn't he? Can't imagine Christopher Reeve Superman doing that at all. <laughs> no, but again, that goes to what technology they can put into these films in the 70s yeah. and 80s and, and what they can do now. They can make them more aggressive and do more stuff. So, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that comes into play. Henry, Henry Cavill's part in it all, I think, I think he's been the best one. Yeah, since Christopher Reeves. Hmm. I think he actually looks like how you'd imagine a real Superman to look as well. <laughs> There's a bit yeah. of Man of Steel, which is like, it's nearly enough to turn you, where he comes running around the side of the, the house after he's just battled that fire on the um, oil rig, like right near the start. He comes running around <laughs> the side of the house with no top on, and it's just like... Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> <What the> hell? <laughs> that guy is chiseled from marble. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. So, speaking of hot dudes, <laughs> I do have a bit more news, but I think we're going to be here till about half 11 if I start getting onto that as well, because that's a whole other thing. So, we should skip to our uh, movie of the week for this week, which was. Um, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which was my suggestion. <laughs> for uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> I kind of feel I need to start with an apology. <laughs> okay, before go we go on. any further. Yeah. So, what did you think, dude? <laughs> it's 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 crap. Oh yeah, it seriously it's, seriously it's, is. It's utter, utter garbage. <laughs> but it, it, it's got to a point where nothing kind of surprises you no more. Oh, yeah. It, it, from about the third one on, they've destroyed what people enjoyed with Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And I also don't understand why they've took these two characters and made it a spin-off. Yeah, no reason why, whatsoever. Why did it? It's too. Just, what they've done is shows the biggest movie actor in the world in Twain Johnson. Yeah, and, and took it and gone. Well, how can we use a spin-off of him? Oh, yeah. okay. We've got one character that hates his guts. Let's let's 
Yeah, that's jamming together and see what happens. It, for me, it completely takes away from. There's, there's no, there's no Fast and Furious about it. No, no, not whatsoever. Not, not what you know, boosting cars and stealing <laughs> to make better cars and all that kind of stuff. And there's none, none of that. It, no. Right. Don't get me wrong. Them two together. Uh, Jason Statham in The Rock. Yeah. All the way through are brilliant. Yeah. The the, the, the the way that they hate each other and the, there's moments of pure genius between them. But didn't didn't you find, saying that though, didn't you find that the constant bickering that they were doing got really, really tired really fast? I mean, like, yeah, we get yeah. it, you hate each other. You don't have to have every single fucking scene in the movie where you're having a go at one another yeah. and just do oh, it a I few times that. and then be it didn't did. it didn't even get to the point where they were like grudgingly accepted of one another did it they were just fucking arguing it all the way through yeah but uh, I did enjoy the point where Jason Staples dude gave him that track six away yeah no, that, was, nice. <laughs> that was you're a genius yeah you're wearing that <laughs> um, <laughs> that and good. it's like it's like a Cropped off on him, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just basically a bra. That you know, was nice. <laughs> it, 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 no, it, it, it completely meant to, like uh, Idris Elba's character is like some half dude, yeah. half. It's like yeah, weird. yeah half like nanobot it, machine or something. It's, it, it, it's, it took it into a different category of film, and it's yeah. For me, that's not what it's. It, it was just. But, weird it wasn't just that like you say it, it did move it into a different category of film which was just like a like a super almost a superhero action movie but it was a really shit one it didn't it didn't even do that well it was like so these two are supposed to be the characters that we saw them as in fast and the furious and they didn't yeah. seem like those characters at all so like Jason Statham and The Rock pretty much play Jason Statham and The Rock in every single thing, don't they? But they yeah. didn't seem, even so, still, they didn't seem like the two characters we'd seen in the in the uh, Fast and Furious movies, did they? No, absolutely complete different characters. Yeah, they like you said, it did just seem like The Rock and Jason Statham, not from Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, that was it, and it's. It, it was really, really odd because like none of them, they didn't seem to have any of the traits that we'd seen before or anything along those lines. It didn't make sense why the pair of them would be working together. Why? Why they'd like, because they, they get drafted by basically like the CIA and stuff, don't they, to go and um, go and find yes. a virus, a deadly virus. It turns yeah, out like Jason Statham's sister. In the world. Yeah, yeah. But then they give Jason Statham this massive backstory and I don't think we've not heard anything about it have we so apparently he was in like special forces and he was tried to be recruited by this terrorist agency which Idris Elba now works for but he said no to them so they made it look like he resigned in disgrace and killed his squad and turned his back on them and become this like we've never heard any of that shit before none of that, none of that makes sense at all someone made a very good point like I I watched lots of reviews and reactions and stuff like that, and some made a very good point and went, "It's very Mission Impossible." Yeah, right. but it even a really is. shit version of that, though. Yeah, 
kind of yeah. is just a really really crap version yeah mm. no it, none of it made any sense it, no. it was just chucked together garbage yeah like, and it's a fucking long movie as well two and a half hours it's on <laughs> and, no, and two and a half hours of just nonsense but it, it seemed to go yeah it just seemed to go one scene, fighting, explosion, gun firing, all guns blazing. Let's move to a different area. Let's do the exact same thing in a different yep. area. Yeah, yeah. No, not happy with this one. Let's move it on to another area. It's like, they just chucked a load of money at a big fireworks display and put the rock right in the middle of it all. Because he earns serious amount of money for the movie, and that's yeah. all we did. And I, I, do you know what? I actually don't. When, when I um, look it back at some of the like, uh, like press kind of com- like chats about that movie, it kind of goes. They didn't believe it. <laughs> they didn't really. They, they didn't really sell it. It was it, not. Proper phone in the head. I think I think it's the worst in a long. If they're going to put Fast and Furious name to it, it's the worst in a long line of bad Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It it really is, and that says a lot because the last actual Fast and Furious movies garbage too. So yeah, I don't know if you've seen them. But yeah, the yeah, I've done. I'm pretty sure I'm up to date. Garbage. I think. Yeah, eight nine. I think it is. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I think that Hobbs and Shaw might have been number nine. So. Oh, is that actually classed as nine? No, I don't think so. I think oh, it's just like a separate spin-off thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it. it, it <laughs> I don't know. It just. I, I, it just completely. Do you know what? I thought oh, we're on a roll here. We've had four good movies and we've really enjoyed. Yeah. And once you mentioned it, I knew, I knew it was the absolute opposite of the kind of what we were doing. We were just about we were to go off a cliff. <laughs> I knew we were going to crush it. Yeah. And, that, and that's why I didn't... I've, I've seen the whole movie before. And that's why I didn't even watch, re-watch the whole movie for this. <laughs> that's why I, I watched a long version of the trailer just to yeah. refresh. Because I, I knew I can... I just, Refuse to rewatch the whole lot again. It's yeah, it's, it's it is just utter nonsense. So like, um, thingy Idris Elba's character is just so overpowered. It is just ridiculous. He'd have just snapped the pair of them in half if he was seriously that hard. He'd have just snapped the pair of them in half within two minutes, and he wouldn't <laughs> have had a movie. It's there's like right. bits where these bullets and shit bouncing off him in there, and he's like he's not really dying. So then they decide to go back to um, The Rock's hometown where all of his like uh, relatives are there um, and they basically don't have any guns. So to fight this bulletproof double-hard bastard, they go to a place with no guns and just a bunch of fucking sharp clubs um, and this whole army comes and a massive war breaks out. Uh, it, it was just <laughs> unfathomably crap. <laughs> You know what gets me, Jay, is the time frame. Yeah. Because they only have a certain amount of time to get to... Um, yeah. Isn't it something like 24 or 48 hours or somewhere? And he managed to go to four different countries or some shit. 
And it's only about three or four different countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're in England at one point. Yeah. I'm not being funny. It takes two hours to go through security. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she'd, she'd have died on a plane on the way back to the States the first trip home. <laughs> there's a proper... Yeah, but like I said, there's, there, there is a scene where we're on a normal flight. Yeah. Acting with normal people. That would have took the whole length of time to, 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 to do. There's no, there's no real time. They, they set a time frame on how long they can do what they need to do. Mm. And yet, in the actual movie, kills the time frame. Yeah, they, they fly. They, they are on a plane. They are on different planes for longer than the span of the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time that they are. Oh, incredible. Um, one one actual saving grace is the cameos that are in it. So Ryan Reynolds turns up as um, an agent who's like worked with The Rock in the past, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Got, got the same tattoo as him. It's <laughs> just really yeah. funny. He just like really subtly peels his shirt down at one point, doesn't he? And he's got the same tattoo as like the Rock's big famous one that goes all down his arm. So I thought yeah. we were brothers. I do remember getting something like this, and then just carries on with what he's saying. Yeah. And then um, at one point, uh, Kevin Hart turns up as an air marshal as well, doesn't he? Oh. And he's really funny for like two, three minutes that he's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And you know what? The worst thing about that is I thought. Really, just because you're doing a lot with Kevin Hart, you have to squeeze him into the film. Yeah, that's a worm of men. But let's waste more time of viewing time to squeeze Kevin Hart in, in the film. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> what, what an absolute waste of my time. Yeah. Like, I'm literally next week going to watch a film with you and Kevin Hart in. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Every year there's a there's a film with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Why waste <laughs> why waste people's time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why why get why get each other into the films that you're doing that's not with that guy? Just give it a fuck have a breather for a little minute. <laughs> it's like Kevin Hart begged him to be part of the <laughs> Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. Dude, I really need to be in this film. <laughs> And probably get a nice little payoff just to do that scene. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you sick thinking that, doesn't it? You can't get into that. No. <laughs> it just annoys me, just the, the sound of that. Right, we so... We made more money. Go on. Yeah, no, yeah, no, go on, what were you going to say? No, just, it, I was only going to say you probably made more money at that scene that I've done in a lifetime. Ugh. Don't, don't have to make you want to puke in it. He's, he's literally in it for about two minutes as well. Yeah, gross. So, last week we um, juggled about with the idea of doing a bit of a rating system for all these movies that we've watched. So, um, we've got a list here. So, what I was thinking is if we could rate them out of five, obviously, like zero being utter dog dirty shit and five being like the best movie you've ever seen. Um, so, should we, should we start at the top and uh, go through all of them? Well, oh, all the films we, yeah, all the ones that we've done so right. far. So, um, right, okay. so out yeah. of five, Star Wars Episode One, what would you rate that as? Two. Two? 
Yeah. Uh, I rated that as a three, so we're pretty close on there. So what what I was going to do is, so if you we both rate it out of five, then I'll add it both together, and then we'll give it yeah. like a full yeah. score yeah. out of ten, and we'll we'll make a yeah. list and put it on, um, share it on the Facebook and stuff like that later on. So the next film that we did was Men in Black International. Three. Three. Yeah. Yep. Same as me. That I gave it a three as well because it, it was a hell of a lot better than I thought. But it was still just. Yeah. I was still just wish yeah. it was Bruce, uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah. Next one was um, Bad Boys for Life. Um. Are we doing halves? Uh, yeah, can do. 3.5 then. 3.5. Ooh. I give that a big old five. <laughs> oh, really? really fuck yeah, yeah. I really love that movie. Like I said, I watched it twice in, in the week really? that it came out. I was just like, yeah, yeah, put yeah. it on. Because everything that we said, I, I think they just did it so well. Uh, right. they, yeah. Anyway. Oh, fair we, enough, fair enough. We, do, we did about half an hour on that one last time we were on gushing on it. Um, mm. Alita Battle Angel from last week. Four. Four. I give that one a four as well. Exactly the same. Because, um, yeah, it was a brilliant movie, but there was just too many plots in it for, for it to be yeah. that, like perfect. Yeah. If there wasn't 76 of them, then we'd be all right. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. One and a half. <laughs> I give the half to be generous. One and a half. I actually gave that one two. Because yeah. it was utter dump. <laughs> but I like the rock and Jason Statham. Um and like yeah. I say the cameos made me giggle as well. Um yeah. Idris Elba was brilliant in it, even though his character was ridiculous. Um and yeah. um, his sister as well. I like her, she's in one of the Mission Impossible movies. She was pretty cool, to be fair. Yeah, she played a really, really good part. Um yeah, so that's it. So what we'll do is we'll add those scores together and we'll uh make a list of what we've got uh favourites wise. I think just glancing at it. Pretty sure Elite Battle Angels on top at the time being, so that's got eight. Oh, I don't know actually. Bad eight. Boys, I think Bad Boys has got eight and a half. Ooh. So that's ahead Ooh. by 0. 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> no, no changing your scores now to cheat just because you like that one better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's fair. That's Excellent. Fair. So well, that about wraps us up. Um, movie for next week. It's your go, Gaza. So I decided to go old school. Yeah. We've done a lot of new movies. I yeah. want to do one that we've, we've definitely watched a good few times. I want to go with um, Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Superb. Absolutely and excellent. It's one of my all-time favourite comedy films that makes me belly laugh. So Brilliant. That's Absolutely brilliant. Cool. Yep, so uh, go grab yourself a copy of that and watch it and uh, listen to us talk about it at the end of the show again next week. Um, yeah, but for now, that is about it. Um, give us a subscribe on YouTube and um, a follow on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Give us a follow on Facebook. That's where most of the stuff happens and on Twitter as well. And we're on Instagram. So yeah, just grab us uh, anywhere you can. Other than that, uh, thanks very much. I shall see you soon, Gaza. Yeah, see you soon, Dick. Yep, thanks very much and I shall see you later.